many notes do you I have to you. make? I, I, th- he's I got love five pages too, worth of it. Actually, he's got four pages worth of it. I'm on the fifth page. Is it four? Oh I was say, is it five? Oh my god, Ben. I have six pages. Oh my god. Well, no, I'm on the fifth. Ben, I'm sorry. If, it, if it wasn't for if it wasn't oh, for Ben, me, don't scroll past here. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Ben, ours. Fair. My episode went an hour and forty five minutes, and I'll be my brief. I'll be brief. Of smoking weed and playing Madden. See, that's the thing. I'll be reading well, my shit for it. verbatim, probably. Ah. It's fine. Just as just as long as we're all aware that. We're not allowed to make fun of me for making episodes go long anymore. Oh yeah, for sure. That's out the window now. That's all. Well, wow. first of all, <laughs> just wait a second. This episode even has hasn't even started. You guys are just like, well, Ben's going to talk for three hours. Well, let's see. It's been 41 minutes since we got started. All right. Not exactly radio. That's a fuck ton of trailers. (laughs) Not exactly radio with you. Once again, we're trying something different. We're trying Discord. We're trying to do some different recording stuff. Like Tony discovered this shit. Sure. It's going to be more interactive. Sure. I I enlist robots. Yeah, so we got podcast in the twenty second century, not the cyberpunk one, though. <laughs> oh, okay, we would just sorry. randomly explode. Oh, thanks to uh, that would be a terrifying universe. Thanks to Craig for recording us. He is a I robot. Thanks for Chip. Thanks for. Oh God, we've also been drinking. Oh my God. Okay, thanks to Chip as well. Just- burp on the shit i will it's it's been happening we're doing like usually okay full disclosure just straight shitting on the track full (laughs) disclosure folks we usually do this saturday mornings at like 10 or 11 well this week since i'm busy because i bought a house and got married i forced these two guys wow break about it though i will i shouldn't i'm sorry anyways uh, <laughs> I, 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 I forced these guys in the jacuzzi. He's just recording in the jacuzzi right now, guys. You, can you hear the bubbles? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the worst sounding jacuzzi I've ever. <laughs> I hope I didn't hold buy on, that for a lot on, of money. Hold on, we can we can do better here. <gasps> okay. <so. laughs> Oh my god. All well, right, that's the sound the jet makes when your butt cheeks are covering it. <laughs> hey, you gotta have fun when you can. Okay, anyway, sorry. So we're recording this on a Friday night after we've been drinking, so it's uh, it's gonna go great. I think it's gonna go great. I think it's a good way to end 2020 with my year-end list. That's right, it's my turn. It's Benny K's turn. Let's do it. Anyways, before we get to that, hey, what's up? It's me, one of your hosts, Benny K, and... Tony, uh, just having one drink only, Tony. Well, that's a really lie. big drink. Tony, Tony. <laughs> uh, Tony, such a fucking liar. Tony, if it, all, if it all goes in the same glass, it's the same drink, right? <laughs> Touche. Are you like, like never let it hit rock bomb? You just refill. That's a refill. That's not. That's a refill of the drink. That's still the right. same drink. Same drink. That's a good logic. I like that. So then, 
Anyways, Kevin, oh, thank you also for joining us. Wisconsin. There's if a lot of loopholes around the drinking. <laughs> what if were you were a fan of some of our earlier episodes where we didn't quite have all of it down, just like <laughs> to a science, uh, you're going to enjoy this one where things will most likely go off the rails. I'm only got Here's- two beers, but I'm drinking on an empty stomach. Have any instance oh, about no, four Kevin. o'clock, and it's about midnight Kevin. right now. So uh, I'm already, I'm already bread. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Your PBR. Why are you doing? Go, go get, go get something to eat. Uh, order I'm something. Recording a podcast. Plus, go, you can order something after this. So it's oh fine. Oh my god! No, no, ladies, on podcast. Okay. Anyways, not now. Not now. I'm Anyways, always done. Already, so we're we're fine. Anyways, let's get this train a rolling. Two one eight twenty has <laughs> been crazy, but I'd like to shout out a couple of the artists that we've had on our show before for creating some awesome music, along with some new artists. Uh, and uh, you know, I'd like to shout out uh, Cardiac to Pulse. He's had a lot of cool things uh, come out. He's been sending us a lot of cool things, a lot of things that haven't been released yet. My favorite this year has been dash by cardiac to pulse. That's been fucking great. Uh, Trey, he's been doing things. He wrote a, a song about quarantine and having coronavirus or not having coronavirus. He just talked about cor- uh, quarantine and stuff. And that was a pretty cool song. Uh, Genesis Renji, uh, also just pumping out tracks and stuff like that. Oh, good stuff. Well, all those guys call his specific one here. Sure. Adult. Swim. Is it from the Adult Swim playlist? I adult Swim don't playlist? know if it's from the Adult Swim yeah. playlist. Let's we'll see if it works. Mm. Good. The one, the one I Good. the one I've been bumping to recently is On Your Mark, which okay, it, it, it's been super super fun, and I love it. It's part, so good. Part of his quarantine collection. Yes. Uh, just. Blessed to have our local artists and other f- friends of ours, the fu- Fuzzy Surf, our first, our first band crush. Oh yeah! Uh, back when we were allowed to see bands mm. live, that was the first band we vibed hardcore with. We're still talking about having them on. We still talk about them. So that's another one. Uh, love their album Sweet Tooth this year. Still building on that sound of just. Sounding like the first band you ever fall in love with. That Beach Boy sound of just mm. crafting melodies. And also, was that this year? That was last year. That was last year. We were a part of a music video of theirs. Yeah, that was last uh, year. From Oh, that wasn't that wasn't Fuzzy Surf. That was somebody telethon. else. No, that was oh, telethon. 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 That's still a cool band to listen to as well. Uh, so many talented people. So yeah. little time. So little time. I can't forget Orange Drink. He was doing a lot of live shows, uh, live Facebook shows when uh, quarantine first started. He was a cool dude. I can't wait to get him on the show eventually. Vaccines are real. It's a real thing now. So like, yeah. it feels like there, there's at least a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Cannot wait. Hopefully, hopefully this, hopefully Riot Fest. Hopefully Riot Fest. Give me that mod- Moderna, though. I don't want any of that Pfizer. <laughs> the Pfizer is the mids. Pfizer's are the dime bags. I don't want the mids. Give me that Moderna. Uh, last shout out that loud. (laughs) The last shout out I got is for a couple of boys uh, that I've been friends with for a while. I I shouldn't say, I guess, yeah, friends with. I'll say friends. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm probably more of an acquaintance. I'm probably the one that thinks that I'm more of a friend than they are a friend of mine. Pushing it. Push. I am pushing it. 
it's getting real creepy. Anyways, uh, Spruce Springsteen, uh, they came back and did a live recording Spruce. of... I'm of, a fan of uh, trees! <laughs> ...of quarantining. Uh, and it was really cool. It was really cool to see uh, them back in action. They've been out for a while, but uh, good stuff from them. Can't wait to hear some you better more. better believe we're going to hit the DMs with this bump. Um, yeah. cause I want to say like, we're listening to it together and Kevin's going to listen to it cause he didn't check it out yet. Um, yeah. he failed. Uh, he's going to get docked some pay from not exactly radio incorporated. Yeah. Um, that's where You're some of the budget is going for my, uh, Kevin, Kevin, just shut up. You never gave us a valid address. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of back payments of hey. a couple of dollars. Yeah. Um, but hey, anyways, my address uh, is address adopted. All right, so this obviously HR issue has interrupted my train of thought. Who was I talking about? Spruce Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen. Play the songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're listening to Spruce, and now we're going to hit up the DMs because we've given you a lot of airtime. Uh, but Spruce, <laughs> we're listening, and we're just like, holy shit, it's like they know us. Just because it's that pure, like, anthemic against yeah. me ladder man uh kind of just i'm gonna string this i'm gonna strum this guitar really fast and we're gonna sing this song really loud it's yeah. that kind of shit of anthemic punk that is in our blood man you're gonna hear it and it's like holy shit i've been listening to these guys ever well is it playing can we play it i can't hear it no we're going at the end that's oh. at the end what? uh so we're talking oh it is cute oh, it is, it is okay. cute at i don't know where 16. So okay, fine. Yeah. So you gotta wait through that. And Ugh. so now it's time to start the playlist. We're gonna start instead with people that won't pay as much attention to us, uh, unlike Spruce, who are hitting the DMs of Ben. You better send your sauciest pick over there. Right, I'll give Anyways, uh, I'm gonna set up Chip, who's our robot, who's now gonna start playing music for us. He's now our DJ for yeah. in episode DJ. That's good stuff. All right. Well, this is perfect. So I want to talk about my list. And as you can hear right now, it is the beginning of my honorable mentions from 2020. Uh, By honorable mentions, I mean like these are like EPs, not exactly full albums. (laughs) Not exactly. Uh, And and the one we start with right now is Sturgill Simpson's... uh, He he recorded uh, two bluegrass albums this year. And uh, it was really cool. Um, A quote from Sergio Simpson himself uh, said, I had it in my mind for a long time that someday I want to cut cut as many of these songs as possible in this fashion. Just organic, stripped down to uh, the raw bones of uh, compositions. Uh, If you can't sit down and play a song like that, it's probably a pretty shitty song. (laughs) I love that quote. That's good stuff. And also during... Cutting grass because he's riding. A, I know. Uh, I... Riding lawnmower on the album covers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is cutting grass. So what Sturgill Simpson did was he was able to take, and by he was able to, I'm like he took some of his old songs from his old record and made them bluegrass, like in two volumes. It's really cool. I really suggest listening to him um, during a concert uh, live streamed on Twitch on June 5th of this year. Uh, at Tennessee's Ryman Auditorium. Sturgill told the story about how he came to write, record these albums. Uh, he said, in a meeting with these la- with the label exec- his label executives, after a runaway success of Sound and Fury, his executives told him to make another album just like that one. Sturgill admit- adamantly refused. Uh, he said he wanted to make a bluegrass record, and the executives balked and said no. 
Sturgill continued to push the issue with the record label until he annoyed them out of his contract. So Sturgill Simpson pushed himself away from that contract. And then where'd the song go? Why'd the song stop? I, I paused you because it's going to end, buddy. It's going to end? I don't, it's a whole two minutes. Well, <laughs> oh, it's two minutes. Well, yeah. anyway. I don't want to get to the next one before we're done. Fair, so, fair enough. Uh, Either way, I picked, I, I picked – go ahead. Because Chip, you know, he, he still wants me to be at his side. You know, I'm still That's controlling fair. him a little bit. He's still, he's still a little, he's still a little unsure. So he want, he wanted to pause. He wanted to listen I, to this. Too. I fair, I fair, I, I get it, I get it. So the song I picked was "Life Ain't Fair" and the world is mean. I think it's a pretty great cover song, uh, cover of his own song, a bluegrass song. I think every one of these songs has a different kind of pop to it because of the bluegrass aspect of it. Because um, he mostly, he had just like the twanging guitar, really sounded country. And uh, this is how I know I'm also getting older too, because I'm listening to Sturgill Simpson, even though I was introduced to Sturgill Simpson because of Tony. Uh, and like, I always told yeah. myself when I was, when I was, t- I told myself when I was younger that I would never listen to what my parents listened to. And I still don't because they listen to shit like Toby Keith and like other bullshit like that. So I listen to the good country. I like to, I like to make myself feel better by saying that. And Sturgill Simpson is good country. Well, if I'm not mistaken, um, even so- in the song specifically, he calls out uh, that you won't be hearing him on. Nashville stations and yeah, back kicked out of the CMAs yep. and whatnot, or wasn't even invited to the CMA. Like I remember that one, it was either last year or two years ago that he just, because he wasn't invited, set up a uh, guitar case outside of the arena and did the uh, schlepping of <laughs> just, you know, playing uh, the music outside of the arena. Like hell fucking yeah. Quite a few people showed up to it. Uh, got- caused the butt of a scene. That guy kicks fucking ass. Uh, I showed, uh, or I was like, Ben, you got to check out, was it, it's not Sound and Fury, that's the uh, famous book. It's uh, What and Fury. It, it's Sound and no, Fury. It's Sound and Fury. It's, yeah. oh, okay. The famous book is like The Sound and the Fury. Ah, right? okay. Like The Fast um, and the Furious, got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But Sound and Fury, uh, that was like more of like that uh, biker rock kind of yep. stuff. And this is more back to going, you know, he, he like does those different, he, he jumps between all that stuff of outlaw country, country mm-hmm. that like, it like, and then he can rock like dude, dude's a star. I really like, um, yeah, whatever he yeah, does, I'm perfect. there for, uh, this was is, uh, oh, this is like that, uh, I'll, I'll go, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I think we all are. Uh, that is one of our platform <laughs> issues, I believe. Uh, but we do have the, 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 the recorder should make us sound good. Uh, sound, okay, well, sound, not. sound quality, sound whatever. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, Mr. Sturgill, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, this is like a Willie Nelson track and you know, on me, I love some Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. That's good. I was gonna say, Tony. I think you. I could like he's cutting grass. I think you could be smoking some grass during this album. Like, <laughs> oh you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It. I, I know, I'm just saying. Either way. All right. Uh, let's, let's go on to the next uh, song. Let's do it. Resume. Okay. Oh. Can we do it? Come on, Chip. Yeah, let's do it, buddy. Chip's waking up. That is the way it goes. <laughs> 
And uh, so from Sturgill, we're moving on. Yes, to Fever 333. We talked about them last year with their album Number uh, Strength in Numbers. They are back again with another fierce EP called Wrong Generation. They don't slow down, they don't fuck around, and this one brings the fucking fire. Uh, it says something about a band when they can bring the same, and I could even argue even more intense energy that they brought years ago with their or a year ago with their Strength in Numbers album. Wrong direction, uh, wrong generation, I should say, was written 14 days after the murder of George Floyd. It is definitely a straightforward album with an anti-police messaging and pleas for equality. My favorite line in this album, uh, it's from, oh, what fucking song is it? Hold on a second, hold on a second, I know this one. It's from, you wanted a fight. Uh, the line is, 12 is the biggest gang in the world. And they say that over and over again for a little bit. And then at the end of it, they're like, no, fuck that. We're the biggest gang in the world. And I think it's a fantastic call to solidarity as we fight against this racist system. Um, fun facts about this album, though. Uh, Travis Barker helped produce their, their last album, but he was credited as one of the writers for, of this album. Um, another, another fun fact, Tom Morello and RZA are also credited for helping write the song Wrong uh, I'm Generation. sorry, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You heard me correctly. Ah! What did you call him? The last person. Uh, pretend it's a word, man. Pretend it's a word. Pretend it's a word. Rizza. Rizza. I don't know how. The Rizza. Pretend it's a word. Rizza? Did I say RZ? I said, I didn't know. Rizza, I'm so Rizza, sorry. Rizza, the old dirty bastard. I, That's you know. Wu-Tang! All I know is I, I, told I, I read it. We are time. some wolf-ass white boys. That's what our next stickers are going to say. Oh, wolf-ass oh, white no. boys. Oh, they're going to love them, though. God, ben, ben, you, ben, you can cut that out. You have final edit. Oh, that's <laughs> I'm gonna, true. I'm going to put an a, I'm gonna put an asterisk, though, and not, like, explain the asterisk, and people will have to ask, and it'll be like, well, one of them's half Mexican. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> and it's like, five, yes. six isn't, though. <laughs> but... Sorry. That's Rizza. the asterisk. That's the asterisk. Yeah, Woke-ass asterisk. white boys. Woke-ass white boys. That's, 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 <laughs> that, that's our uh, stable for this is gonna be. This is going to be the worst. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is gonna be great. No, but Fever Three Three Three, they bring the, they bring it, they bring the heat every time, and I'm really glad they do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I'll stop shit posting with my mouth for a minute. Um, <laughs> they're our uh, the the not even our generation. They're like even I think they're younger than us, maybe. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> um. Oh man, that was a Kyrie or that was a Kawhi Leonard laugh. Sorry. Shit. No, it's a week. We're <laughs> doing great here. Not Rona. Not Rona. I'm sorry. It was just like, you're like oh, shit. All right, shit. I'm, I'm gonna take over for the hot second and let Go you ahead. collect yourself there, Tony. Uh, we included supremacy, which closes off this EP, uh, back mm -hmm. on our BLM uh, episode. Great one if you want to. Uh, go back and listen to an episode that we've uh, done before. Here, I think that like 
they're they're a fantastic call to arms band here that's kind of taken mm-hmm. root and rise in the last year and a half. Call to arms is good. Uh, that's a good way. Like that is what we keep putting it. But yeah, that that one's good. And I was just like. It feels like a hot take, but it isn't even that hot take where you'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, it's very much a rage against the machine of not as complex as you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like it's a little more stripped down. It doesn't have the you know, it doesn't have the um, Tom Morello uh, playing guitar for you, mm-hmm. but it has that same passion. And that is the biggest reason we love Rage Against the Machine. It's just that Tom Morello's guitar work makes them where people kind of put them on a pedestal. When what Fever Fever 333 is doing isn't, it might be slightly less complex because I don't have Tom Morello, but it's the same energy of the pathos is the most important part. And it's why I love what they do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, definitely a time for like, and then especially the fact that, you know, the majority of the band is, the band is black because the guitarist and then our vocalist. Mm -hmm. I believe the drummer's a woke ass white boy, like the fellows in the room here. (laughs) 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 Uh, But that's, that's also very fitting. And like, I, I still like, yeah, they're wonderful. I can't wait to get back into the gym. I keep telling myself that. So I believe it's true. (laughs) Um, but that's way less video, much way less video games. Um, but mm. I'm telling myself, yeah. I'm excited to go back to gym and I will play all their new music when I'm there. Yes, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. All right, let's let's move it forward. Let's keep it going. All right. Well, how about you tell us what's fucking next, sir? Okay, I will tell you sir? what's next. So I will wait for the screaming to stop. <laughs> Sorry, uh, my dog. He's sometimes he's just <laughs> off the handle. You go, Mac actually, Miller. Actually, he's in the room and he's very cute. Oh, hey, here you go. Hi, here you go. Hey, you go. Uh, Mac Miller. First of all, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. Circles uh, was supposed to be a direct follow-up to his 2018 album, uh, Swimming. I thought it was pretty clever that he was going to have the lineup or have it line up to say swimming in circles um and mac uh he never hid the fact that he had an issue with substance abuse and throughout this album you can hear him fighting through his struggles that and swimming it's been it was a really it was really not a tough listen but like it was something that you could just feel everything that he was going through that i think that um I think that gives this album an even more powerful status because even though he used his art as a way to combat his addictions, he unfortunately still succumbed to his addictions. Uh, this is the first year I really started digging Mac Miller or getting digging into Mac Miller, and I couldn't even imagine how hardcore fans felt when Circle started. I even felt like a little emotional listening to it, just like listening to the first, the opening track. Um, was something that I could like I, I, my eyes were welling up a little bit because knowing that this man is passed away and knowing that he had this struggle with addiction uh, it was just it was it was something it was something and the way that his family was able to tease this album and talk about this album on Instagram was was wonderful because his family got to say their piece and say how much this meant to Mac Miller 
Um, and I, I, I wish this was, you know, back to back with swimming, but I mean, this is also still a beautiful way of putting it out this year. Mm. Um, as somebody that's, uh, picking up on a lot of his stuff retroactively, posthumously as well. Uh, I feel the similar thing of like before he passed away, he was that guy that had some fun bops that would show up sometimes on like Discover Weeklies for me and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's the white boy that, uh, <laughs> that speaking of woke ass white boys. Uh, one, uh, I remember <laughs> there was this one person that was trying to get like a hot take going on Twitter. It's like, fine, nobody likes Eminem funny because we're all laughing at Eminem right now because <laughs> uh, his B sides dropped and they're all funny because they're horrible. Um, <laughs> Uh, so somebody try to like defend white rappers and be like fine which one do you respect and everybody's like fucking mac miller and now he's dead you know like so yeah talk about that right now you know because it was a bunch of replies of yeah it fucking sucked was the one that you know nobody was like yeah they're you know they fall into that corny white rapper trope like no he hung he had the pre-respect of anybody that was a hip-hop head even if you weren't into like his fun stuff, because then all of a sudden he started maturing into this shit that you're talking mm-hmm. about, where it's incorporating stuff like blues. You know, they're like, right? This track is hardly—it's not even a hip hop track, really. No, no. It, it, like no, he's been it, 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 it so much sits in like the same kind of acoustic mellow that it made its way into my morning mellow track, which. No joke, very, very hard to crack into uh, to have something that just hits that correct vibe of something of a Saturday or Sunday morning that you absolutely want to hear a song like this. And it's it's so good. And it's so it's really heartbreaking because it's like you can see he's in the quote unquote mature phase. You can see that coming about and then you'd want to see where it would go from there. You know, you could embrace the original stuff. It could move from there. And so it's just, it always sucks to see, you know, just, I mean, in so many different ways, but that's another way of like, wow, his career probably was going to go in some very exciting ways. Oh yeah. Mm. I think he would have been, he would have been big. He would have been big if he was still around here. Like, I think like these two, like just the, just the fact he was able to uh, make something to put these two albums together, swimming and then in circles. That's such that's that's so I mean that's so clever it's so simple but it's so clever and like the the rest of the songs like I really got into them when I heard self-care and we actually talked about it during our Halloween episode last year and that's when I started getting into Mac Miller a little bit uh and I, I don't know just the way he's able to write the things that he writes is just fantastic and just awe-inspiring it's good stuff uh, so yeah very much a loss i uh enjoyed uh i mean it's one of those things you see all kinds of different guys uh talking about them still about their memories uh, i shared a thundercat one with the boys this week yep yep um uh another one the other month i showed you guys this one long march we experienced this year uh, but I still laugh <laughs> at was like when Schoolboy Q he tried to like say he wrote all of Schoolboy Q's first album and then he went like and so Schoolboy Q tags him and goes so you write so you admit that you use the n word all the time 
God, oh God. <laughs> and, so that, and so it's just like, that was him. Like he, he was a really funny person and like the entire, like that arena of music, it always mm-hmm. still talks about him. So it's just mm-hmm. such a loss. Um, Sad. Uh, so I take a deep breath, make a lot of noises, and uh, that's my transition. How y'all transitioning? Uh, let's see. We'll transition to the next song seamlessly, as long as we get it going right here. Uh, oh, let's oh, see so, here. It, oh, um, oh is, is somebody is somebody trying to fuck with Chip? Uh, uh, not even I'm fuck not with. Fuck with I'm not even fuck with. Um, you're working with. Working with. I got you. Ha! <laughs> Okay, so I have to admit, if you don't know by now, like these two assholes do, System of Down, probably one of my favorite bands, and it just wouldn't be one. Of, it wouldn't be my list if I didn't talk about my favorite band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listening, what? What? No, it I wouldn't be. It would be a list without you talking about your favorite band. All right, man. My bad. My bad. All right, all right, 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 right. Let's all let's all settle down. Let's settle down the crowd. We got to work an offense here. We do, right. we do. All right, so, all right, all right. I'm cubing this. You're, you're actually okay. the center right now, Ben. Okay, all right, all right, all right. At the moment, but what really what you're gonna about to be is the conductor, and now, uh, well, not even really. You're about to be the MC, and Kevin and I are about to be your hype man. Got you're it. About, I'm, I'm let's about try to again. Let's uh, about to the wheel right around now. and over another drink, so I'll be right back. Okay, you do that while <laughs> I have All right, while I have all, right. all right, I'm gonna hype you. <laughs> This would not be my list without without talking about my favorite band releasing some new music. Oh my System god. System of Down's favorite band. Got it. It wasn't an album, but I can't be selfish since I haven't heard anything new from this band in 15 years. I also can't be selfish. Years. 15 years. I also can't be selfish because they had a very good reason to release these two songs. The songs were selfish. <laughs> The songs were specifically released to help raise money and awareness for the Armenian Fund, leading aid, uh, lending aid to the people of Armenia and Artsakh. Oh, no, sorry. I fucking tried to look these up earlier. Artsakh in uh, the ongoing con- ongoing conflict was Azerbaijan and Turkey. Azerbaijan. 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 Sorry. The song I picked to represent System of a Down right now is "Protect the Land." Uh, which was initially supposed to be a Scars on Broadway song, which is Darren's side project. Uh, and since Darren wrote it, uh, but he sent it to the rest of the band and they knew what to do from there. The track in particular to me uh, sounds like something off of Mesmerize and Hypnotize, but it's slightly, it slightly dips into that Steal, uh, steal This Album vibe. Uh, and even more slightly into a Toxicity vibe, like just slightly. Because I believe I can oh, hear, Lord. I I can hear Ariel's John's drumming. John's drumming. Uh, I feel like the, the, honestly, for me, it's John's drumming, but it's probably because he's not as checked out at the moment. But also, he's the mega dude. So <laughs> that's that sucks. Um, but anyways, yeah, I can hear like some Ariel's in the song. Uh, the other song they released, "Genocidal Humanoids," is straight up a hi- uh, hypnotized, mesmerized song. So I just I went with Protect This Land because I feel like it kind of covers almost all the bases that System of a Down has covered throughout the years. And uh, what a good reason to to release a song, you know? I mean, they're still two of my favorite vocalists. Like, mm-hmm. those two harmonizing some kind of melodic, it's, like... 
it's insane. melodic hard rock. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep listening to it. Like, it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's not my favorite drug, but it's like one of my best friend's favorite drugs. So I'm there, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I'm not. I'm, I'm gotta I'm, see I'm, my guy on that shit. So I'm am, going am, on it too. I'm definitely that guy at the party handing out System of Down and ska music. That's what I'm doing right there. For fucking, for fucking my, not so my much drugs. into my guy's other stuff. But <laughs> his main shit, I, 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 I get it. it. I get it. I would much rather have the rest of the other stuff, but you know. <laughs> hey. That's just Kevin. Whatever, Kevin. You know. But yeah, no, it was it was great. I'm I'm super happy. I was able to hear some new System of a Down in 2020. Though the circumstances aren't that great, uh, I mean, I, I really, it's just, it's great. It's great to be able to hear from them again. It's great that they were able to uh, put whatever their differences aside and uh, be able to go forward with it. Yeah. For sure. Um, except fuck a mega shithead. We are all on record. Fuck yeah. John, whatever his name is. Dolomayan. Oh, wow. He even John knows Dolomite? his last name. John Dolomite. Dolomite. Dolomite is my name. What is my game? Dolomite. Fucking up, bitches, is my game. Are you drinking straight vodka? That's a good. uh, No, it's on seltzer water. I told you I was going to flash run over there. Uh, (laughs) Courtesy Wisconsin (laughs) Press, which we already know is like a really good seltzer brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made an apple cinnamon, and it tastes like Christmas. Uh, oh, that sounds that sounds good. Like, sounds it just like, tastes cool. like Christmas. Um, Christmas music's good. Uh, other music that isn't Christmas music sometimes good. Uh, for instance, Ben's next song. Let's hear it. Yes, let's talk about it. Once we get it going here, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <gasps> oh no! Oh yeah. Up. We fucked no, up. We didn't. No, no, we didn't. It's right here. No, we didn't. It's right there. This is the one we want. Oh, okay. I was Anyways. Like, I was going to say, watch out. Watch out. All right. What's up? What's up, Kevin? Did you raise your hand for no. something? No, I was raising a hand for success. I really love this track. Uh, tell me what the Viagra boys mean to you then before I can <laughs> <Don't>. talk. <laughs> okay. I got you. So this band. <laughs> yes. It's the Viagra boys. Uh, still a relatively new band to me. Uh, they also released a couple tracks most recently, and "Ain't Nice" is the highlight. Is the highlight for me. I think the dirty sounding bass, along with the somewhat clean but odd sounds from what I can only assume is this. Is it a synth? I'm not sure. Or that weird rod thing just, that makes the noises. Just Either electronics way. in general, because I feel like I feel like that's just like doing like stroking a guitar string. Actually, yeah. like doing the pick slide on a guitar. Right. But it's like a song, yeah. so I'm assuming just some guitar or uh, synth effects. Either way, like just putting that dirty bass along with that together, it just sounds amazing. The contrast what? of each, the, co- the contrast Keep of each going, sound. Sir. Ignore me. Oh, thank you. The contrast of each sound you're getting from this song is just badass. It, like, there's like, there's like that synthesizer kind of sound. The bass, the dirty bass, like I keep saying, because it's so awesome and prominent. Uh, the drums. Dirty bass. I know. Dirty and also, bass. 
like there's some like some like high-pitched piano kind of going on there but then also the horn the horn that just sounds like out of place and out of i didn't even say out of place but it's like out of tune a little bit and the way that's going there it, it helps that there's a horn since you know i'm a big fan of scott Squeaky horn yeah yeah but no i absolutely i absolutely love this song i i, I fell in love with it as soon as i heard it and the song is about how the lead singer was like kind of an asshole and forgot how and then for, didn't realize how much of an asshole he was until it was too late and when he lost all his friends and stuff so oh. well that didn't happen to me but i realized i'm sometimes randomly irritable and that i could probably fix that through therapy go to therapy therapy is good i would suggest oh, no. it if you haven't gone there no, but yeah not even ironically saying that you should we should yeah. all probably go to therapy. I mean, I, I do go to therapy. Yeah, but Ben Gold Star up the chat, getting therapy. It's good. It's very, uh, very nice. Kevin's too busy being a member of the proletariat to do any of that. He's my most proletarian friend, honestly. <laughs> Kevin is just sitting there just like, what the fuck? Why? I mean, no, that's a good thing. But, uh,. The, the but, yeah, contribution I was going to make to the conversation about the song was it kind of sits in this middle ground between uh, Electric Six. I don't know if anyone remembers that band. They're the yeah. guys who yep. uh, want to take you to take a, you gay a gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was uh, Turbo Negro. No. That's, no, that's, uh, someone, that's someone else. Uh, that's Electric Six. And then uh, probably a band we'll be talking about here in a little bit called idols it, it kind of sits in that same situation of a, a very anthemic and very repeatable uh choruses but it rather than being as hard or heavy as idols gets it's a little more akin to uh where electric six was with a little bit of their more electric pop uh, kind of synth poppy version of the garage rock revival that they contributed to that early post rock mm-hmm. uh, situation. Absolutely. But uh, uh, yeah, this this was uh, this was a fun one. Yeah, nice nice uh, little treat. Yeah, it was good stuff. What it is is a original song by Sex Bomb from Self. Uh, <laughs> Scott from, Pilgrim from Scott Pilgrim, yeah. Because Scott Pilgrim's a bassist, so in those Sex with Bomb really heavily features the bass in general. So this is hundred percent a Sex with Bomb song. Also, I love any song that like is. This reminds me of watching skate videos when I used to watch skateboarder videos. Mm, okay. This is totally Damn. a track that would play during like a dude just shredding shit for two and a half minutes. Um, and then, oh hell yeah, dude! That's good. Know, this would be I, the uh, the board breaking compilation. Anytime they try and like <laughs> land a rail or like come off off of a sick drop, and like the board just snapping, and them getting angry at the fact that the board just broke, and is I nice as they the toss it across the, uh, the parking lot. See, we got our music video for this. Uh, And then I like any any music where I feel like if I took a long enough time, I could make it. Um, Yeah. And (laughs) that's what sparked a confrontation between me and Ben. And uh, Kevin will enjoy this, too. Because I think there's a chance that this podcast might just horseshoe around and we might just end up making music in somebody's garage again. Can't wait. uh, Ben has a garage. I have a garage. Two of y'all have garages. 
I live in an apartment, so that's not. <laughs> well, I know. We know whose garage this is gonna be, but you know we're all gonna loop around now. Just make music again. It's gonna be Tony. We're gonna be in his garage. <laughs> right, My garage is small. <laughs> all right, all right. So we talked about my honorable mentions right there. Those are five of my honorable mentions. I love that stuff. Let's talk about my five albums of this year. Let's do this first. Let's finish off some of that ain't nice. That's good stuff. Just dance to it. Just dance to it. All right. <clears throat> Starting off right away, Red City Radio just came out with a new album on December 4th, so it wasn't that long ago. So I have to, I gave it some high praise pretty quick. Uh, I want to talk about what the lead singer had to say about it. Uh, Garrett Dale, he said, uh, this album is about finding your own paradise. Even if it's just, uh, even if it's just a hard journey you're going to take. Uh, that's what paradise means to me. A paradise of the mind, finding truth and peace and love through your honest, horrible realities. And it's all how you look at it. All perception. Paradise can be a prison if you look at it that way. And I, I, I really, like, I find myself relating to this album pretty hard because of that quote. And boys, sorry to say it, but we are approaching middle age. Okay? We're doing it. You, All of us. All three of us. I know. Look at that face that Kevin's making right now as he's drinking down his, his vodka. And I feel like... You know, this album was made for us since we are aging punk rockers. And, like, I know we're still young. 32 is not that old, okay? I get it. But we're moving into a different level, okay? This album just feels right. Uh, most albums that you hear about growing up seem kind of bleak, while this one actually looks forward to seeing what's next. And I probably picked... <laughs> I probably picked the, the least substantial song on this entire album... <laughs> because it's just this one line over and over again behind like four or five different chords. Uh, but I think it perfectly sums up the rest of the album by looking at our younger years and laughing at all the good times while we're taking that stuff forward towards our future and like still having a good time. We're still young. We're still able to do things, but it's just like, it's just like this album is growing up with us kind of thing. And I, I think, have two things to say to that. I can't wait. Uh, but until then, I think Paradise. <laughs> I think Paradise is a very, very good album, and it, 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 it helps. It helps. Go ahead, actually, Kevin. What are your I, I arguments? Got, I got three things actually. Uh, first one is okay. Let's do it. Uh, I'm not old, but if I fall in a shower, it's going to be a problem. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> Do when uh, you went to Vegas? Did y'all happen to head to Fremont Street there? Speaking we did. of Fremont casinos, we did. We did. I thought about that when I was putting this song on there. Did they have uh, the naked ladies on the uh, roof of the light show going on? Because I was told that's what it was supposed to be when I went to Fremont, and that's not what it was because it was Thanksgiving. So they had a whole bunch of Thanksgiving <laughs> shit on. <laughs> It was like turkeys dancing up and down Fremont. Uh, I did not see the naked ladies. No, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, and third, this band reminds me a lot of Off With Their Heads, who yep. uh, have for years now, I can't tell you when we started listening to them, uh, also kind of guided <clears throat> me through growing up through the 20s and to find these guys now, as you have just suggested listening to them. Uh, back in December with this new album, I'm very excited to see where Red City Radio takes me for the next yeah. decade. 
it's gonna be good. I picked him up like back in 2016 when I first moved to Milwaukee, and like it was such, it was so wonderful. It was so wonderful. I remember listening to him while I was closing the bar. I remember just spamming the shit out of a couple of their albums. I actually didn't listen uh, to the album in between this one and their third to last one. I forgot that one, the 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 Tiger one. I have to listen to that one, but this one was just fantastic. Are we pausing it here? Are we going okay. on? I got you, babe. Okay, got there. Oh no, I need him. (laughs) It didn't work. That's all right. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get to that song anyway. Tony got there. All right. Okay. So, Tony, you got anything to say about Red City Radio? Um, Hugo loves the band. That's one of his bands. Oh yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So he's a Red City Radio head. not exactly Radiohead as well. Um, <laughs> he was like, "Dad, this speaks How did you to feel me on a level." God, I honestly, don't know. Um, he might surprise me, and he might be into him more than me, and then Dad will feel ashamed because he has a music podcast. Uh, I only know <laughs> Creep. Um, I, I know like five other songs, but. They all kind of sound like creep oh, to me. Kevin is so dying. I know creep. Um, no, I, I I know kid computer. Um, okay, computer. Or yeah, kid A. that that too. <laughs> See, I did. Oh my god! Yes, those two. two. <laughs> I know kid. Listen, I mashed them together and de- I, I mashed them up, chopped them up. That's a de- that's a producer term. I'm yeah. a very serious producer, as you guys will see after the show. Yeah, yeah can't wait. By the way, we're writing a theme song. It's gonna be great. It will give can't us wait. one million and two dollars as Ooh. soon as uh, uh, e- Eli Musk is gonna be like, "That's epic bacon, sir," and then he will give us one million dollars. Nah, because see, and we're then, on, we're and on then, board with people's pronouns, and he is a fuckstick with that. So, and, yeah, he's a and then actor. he'll and then he'll send us a battery, and it will explode because he can't do anything except for be stupid and be racist from South Africa. Anyways, uh, now that I will be sued for defamation, uh, let's continue. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's continue. Uh, my next album coming in at number four is Childish Gambino's uh, 3.15.20. Um, four days off from my wife's birthday. You ooh, were almost epic, Donald. You were almost epic. I still and remember that surprise party we gave him. Oh, I, I that was so him. nice. Yeah, so that nice. surprise party, and then like the next week, we all had to stay home. <laughs> that was the last time I was at a bar. They were telling people already that day to not head out to bars, and like that was literally the last time that people could venture out safely without like yep. really gearing down for shit. That's and uh. And it's so funny how like bad and guilty I was for doing that. And then we saw the way our country behaved afterwards. And I'm like, oh my God, I am the most thoughtful person (laughs) in America. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Cause it's like the way people acted, it could have been August and we could have all done that birthday party and nobody yeah. would have said shit. That's very true. <laughs> and we're all like, wow, <sighs> we're risky. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's move on to let's move on to Childish Gambino here. This year, I was pretty obsessed with Donald Glover. Uh, Amber and I burned through the entire series of Community in like two weeks. We uh-huh. checked out. All- we, yeah, pop, pop. We checked out all of the stands up. Hell, my theme for 4th of July was This is America, very appropriately named. Uh, I checked out a lot of interviews with Glover uh, through my obsession and noticed that he was oddly private about most things. So it came as no surprise to me that this album and its hype, if you want to call it that, uh, before its release was also oddly private. It seemed like Childish Gambino was hanging up the persona after he announced during his 2018 tour that it would be his last as Childish Gambino. I went to the Chicago show uh, for that, and it was fucking awesome. It was awesome. It was great. It was a great live show. He walked through a crowd and stuff. It was super cool. Um, <laughs> but all of a sudden, this entire there was an entire album's worth of music being streamed on DonaldGloverPresents.com on March 15, 2020. And after 12 hours... It disappeared only to be changed to a time that went off exactly a week from that time. After the timer expired, this new album was released on all music platforms. And let me tell you, that kind of flirting, the- that kind of flirting gets to you. I know you. Uh, yeah, I know you. you. That's just fucking. It was good stuff. <laughs> let me tell you that it was just as odd as Donald Glover himself. The album is called 31520, the date it was initially released, and a bunch of the songs are titled as time signatures on the album. And one of those time signatures is 42.26, uh, which is one of his singles from 2018 called Feels Like Summer. Uh, I highlighted his song Time, which features Ariana Grande, or Ariana Grande, sorry, Ariana, what am I doing? Uh, <laughs> Everything about this song does something for me. His sing, his singing is so smooth. Ariana backs him up fantastically. The backup choir you hear is inspiring. The booming drums give it energy. The synth give it flair. And that light piano just puts a bow on uh, this amazing package of a song. I specifically remember one time when I was going through a bout of depression, right? The song came on randomly and I remember it felt like a switch was turned. Like it literally, like the song came on and it felt like everything was going to be okay. Because I feel like in this song, uh, Donald Glover or Childish Gambino, whoever you want to talk, uh, was also trying to figure out like some sort of direction. And that's where I feel like I was at, at that point in my, my bout of depression. And I, it just, it, it made my connection even stronger to this album. So comes in at number four. Love it. Childish Gambino. I hope he keeps going, but I know it eventually he's going to stop. But this is this is very nice because this album probably wasn't even supposed to come out. Well, it's like it can it goes a lot of ways, right? Like he might stop as Childish Gambino, but continue as Donald Glover. Uh, he already he's already changed up from uh, his first two albums, Camp and Because the Internet being very happy rap heavy to awaken my love which was effectively just a parliament of funk or sly and the family stone just funk album soul album yep. uh yep. and this one here elves more into that uh i'm excited to see where he goes from here on out whether it's more production of music or he dives back into acting or if he starts hitting the stand-up touring again like i'd Wherever he goes, I'm willing to follow. 
that's the thing. I think like he's so talented. Like besides this, I mean, if you haven't watched Atlanta, fucking watch it because it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, fucking right. I, everything that this man has been doing has been fantastic. So I like that he's a jack of all trades, but also is like on the inside, he has this kind of uh, Joaquin oh, Phoenix so kind of feel. Good at everything. It's unfair. I know. Like it's... I expect him to like not succeed at something, just like just to show a little bit of. And it's like, no, fuck me. No, he's good. He's good at everything. He's good. <laughs> um. So this is one of those. I was doing that. Shaq has a lot of memes. I'm doing the one Shaq meme where he's crooning. Or he's just straight up singing a song full of his soul. Uh, this time track puts me in that face a lot of the times, even before I knew the words. Mm-hmm. I was just doing it to the melody when mm-hmm. I was first listening. I was just like, didn't even know the fucking words. I was just into it right away. So that's all I had to say. We're going to continue. Let's continue. Let's fucking do it. Because that that was good on its own. It's like explosion sauce. Nathan, uh, Nathan explosion from Metalocalypse. Explosion (laughs) sauce. It's been a fucking callback from way back then. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. All right. My next album that I have, uh, we talked about this album earlier in May. Uh, Spanish love songs, brave faces, everyone. Here comes, here comes the Menzingers, not so annoying yet really sad younger brother. Spanish love songs. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) uh, I remember saying this when we talked about them back in May. Sometimes you need to hear someone yelling extremely sad things to really get at you, to really get you into your own feelings. Uh, this album has all the depression needs. Uh, can we turn this down a little bit? Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Um, so this album consists of like drug use, alcoholism, being poor, anxiety, and of course, depression. Um, I think what I like most about this album is that some of these songs are callbacks to their uh, to their older albums, specifically uh, Brave Faces, Everyone, the, the last song in the album. It's uh, it's great how they have almost a call and response between albums, and I can I believe that makes it really special. Um, the song that I picked for to represent uh, Spanish love songs is Self Destruction as a Sensible Career Choice, just because of the chorus. The way the narrator blows off any sort of optimism just makes the song for me. It feels like it sums up the album way too perfectly because of that that chorus. It's just like, oh, I love it. Because it's just like, it won't last this way forever. Yeah, right. Okay, here it is. (laughs) So good. So good. It does it for me. That's why I picked this song to really represent this album. I think it really sums it up. Uh, I like, so, uh, I didn't study this extensively because I have a podcast I'm not paid for. Give me money. (laughs) Uh, thousands of people flock to us immediately and I'll start researching. But whatever, this current wave, I'll call it fourth wave emo because I think I've... Oh yeah, this is the fourth wave. I was I'm wondering where you're going wave. with that. Yeah, fourth wave emo sounds about right. 
where yeah. it, all of a sudden it loops back to like first wave of like American football stats. Uh, you know, like way more Coming a cousin to day, kind of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, way more a cousin to rock than it is like punk. Like, where it's trying to make a pop-punk song, except where I'm really sad and I'm a failure in high school. But not in, like, a cool way. Like, I just flat (laughs) out am a nerd. I'm a nerd. There we go. There's emo. I'm a nerd in high school. There we go. Uh, But I also like music, so I guess that doesn't make me a theater nerd. So not theater music? I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, I'm feeling out that metaphor. But the rest of it works. It's going back to that original vein of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's where I. That's how I really I think, dug it too. I think Don't that you know that kind of brings some uh, real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. I got Kevin's you. Got things I got today. you. Damn it! I was ready to go right into it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wanted. I wanted to chime in about no, this fine. band as well. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All in response that you were talking about further down in the album where optimism as a radical life choice as opposed to self-destruction as a sensible career choice i love that kind of mm-hmm. yes yes they do get into their fields but like they're still eventually hope on the other like yes it the the uh self-deprecation there up front is something that you can attach to like one of the lines here is we're going to die in the Midwest. And it's like, if that's not a feeling everyone feels in the great lakes area, right around this time here, December going into January and February, when we get our cold, harsh winters, like, yeah, that it, it can drain on you a little bit, but I, it's, when we did this album back early in the year, it, it very much hit a lot of notes and it was pretty much consistent through the entirety of the album yeah yeah that's true it was a very good pick shout out to uh cory right yeah cory's the one that suggested that suggested Uh, i've been drinking fellow fellow (laughs) league member of the nasty (laughs) the nasty kevin's not a part of that don't leave him feel don't make him feel left down yeah well suck a fantasy football hot dog that I hope is really tasty. Yeah, it's not, but you know, uh, <laughs> you let go, go into the next song. I'm, Let's I'm go gonna... to the next song, shall we? Kevin Hayes finding out that me and Ben have a life outside him <laughs> as Kevin walks away from his computer. Anyways, the next song that I got on here, or the next album, I should say, is Idols Ultra Mono. Yes, we talked about this last week, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about it again. So, here we go. I read a... <laughs> Who is that, Craig? Fucking Craig. Anyways, I read a review where someone said the that Idols really missed the mark on this album after rallying the troops with their last album, Joy, as an act of resistance. And I say, fuck that reviewer. Uh, the lead singer, Joel Talbot, opened up about the themes and inspiration behind the album, saying, saying, uh, emotionally, I'm not healed. I'm healing, and that's what's on this record. 
Uh, so this is one of the pro this is about this is one this so this one is about processing and finding pragmatic ways of moving forward. And from your reaction to trauma, you build something co uh, concise and beautiful. The songs are all projections of inner workings. I'm not preaching or telling anyone else what to do. I'm showing people the, what I'm doing to become a better person in the long run. No, not better, but more productive person. I think that is amazing. I love the way he says that. And this makes the most sense for this album and art in general. It's all subjective. So why would there be a wrong way of expressing healing? I'm sorry. Let me move past this asshole reviewer. The album is filled with messages against toxic masculinity, managing anxiety and learning self-care, learning self-care and finding self-love while throwing into and throwing into a couple of political statements. I picked Grounds as a song, uh, as my song choice to represent this album since it actually has a slightly different sound than what I'm used to hearing from idols. And the descending synthity, the synthy sound throughout the song does it for me. So, idols, we're talking about it again. Here we are. One that I wanted to bring up last year, or last year, last week when we were talking about them was uh, the album cover informing the music that you're listening to again. Uh, much like our yeah. conversation with Joy and Brutalism, uh, here with Ultramano, a giant pink ball hitting a guy in the face. Uh, <laughs> they, they had been tagged a little bit with uh, being sloganeering in a bit of their songs, and if this mm. one isn't just doubling down on that reaction of like, oh, you thought we were sloganeering before, well, allow us to go full frontal here <laughs> with this and just really smack you in the face with the messages we're here to deliver. Uh, I think yeah, they specifically right. touch on that criticism in the track The Lover towards the back end. Aren't, aren't like... Yeah. Like, is this like reviewers? Is this journalism? What's journalism? The thing is, is punk rockers and rockers like what? What? I've definitely lost the train. I definitely lost the train. Complete your train of thought uh, in an interview oh, with gone. the needle drop. Uh, he kind of brought this up again, and it's like, uh, what is one of the mainstay peaks of punk rock? And it's the track "Nazi Punks Fuck Off." And let's let's go into the depth of the lyrics in that one. It's Nazi punks, Nazi punks, Nazi punks. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck so. Off. So, like, we're not, like, if you, what? <laughs> I get it. I, I get exasperated because, like. I am frustrated and exasperated with people trying to hold things that don't need to be held to some lofty operatic ideals. Like, exactly. we're, we're... That's how I got exasperated, too, because the thing is, is they're just anthemic as hell every time. But what they're being anthemic about is something I'm going to get up behind every time of uh, raising my pink fist and saying black is beautiful. Like, Amen. what other punk band is putting that into their music? Made a lot of punk bands. But also, but like, <laughs> they, well, they, they do I'm it, like saying, they do it. 
they do it also in a a well it's a hit that pub rock uh where it's like a corner bar or in a stadium as we say it's anthemic there's there's just that sing-along mentality that it's something that you can catch on that first listen that even at the next time they come around to the chorus you can be singing along with that but and then message. also when i say anthemic i mean like as we'll get to is the spruce kind though of basement anthemic versus uh where we're watching bruce where it's Entire stadium, uh, uh, milfs and uh, <laughs> us and the dads and just all the people <laughs> enjoying Springsteen. The J- old Jewish ladies that just love to see another Jewish guy, just to see a Jewish guy rocking. Uh, the dads, like I mentioned. Uh, the other dads, the dads that are married to dads, there's definitely a, def- a version, of, there, there's a Bruce thing of dads that are married dads, but there's the classic dads, there's the mustache dads, there's the single dads, all the dads, as I mentioned with the Springsteen, I mentioned that twice, that there's all the dads. Um, dads, I'm gonna keep saying dads until somebody stops me. So um, I have I have one question to go on before me, we move. I'm forward. a type uh, of dad. You're not a dad. I have one question. Both of you picked uh, out a fairly uh, uh, AC driving songs versus like the core of this album, which has a much more traditional uh, post rock kind of garage rock feel to it to where like even one of the songs has like even a surf rock vibe to it what stuck out from for these songs that you picked specifically to highlight out of this album that that they really attach them to you do you think i can simply be interviewed like one fucking (laughs) questionnaire could contain this man sorry that we went into hyper specific a little early but really quick there oh my god um (laughs) I think I think what it was for me is like at least for the song that I picked, like I said in my explanation before, it's like it sounds something different than what I'm used to from idols. And no, like I'm really I, I guess I'm still kind of new to idols, only being like a year into really getting down and listening to them. I really feel like this song was something different. Like I feel like uh yeah, it had something to offer than what you just explained. I like how Ben defines a whole year of when he's qualified well, to like have an opinion just... uh, to, to have an opinion <laughs> when uh, your average person's like, "Yes, I've heard of them," meaning they've heard the name before. They've never What's listened it? to it. You ever heard of you know? If you go, "Boy on the street," have you ever heard of this band? They'll be like, "Yes." And half the time is a lie. Every other time, it's like they made that one song called uh, "Right." <laughs> but Ben, he saying? defines a whole year listening to a band and be like, "Just started." Damn it! I was going to try to argue and say like, "Well, they've been around for a bit, but they've been around since like they, their first album, their first official album was 2017." Uh, shit. Well, either way, I, I don't know. But That's in, just kinda but in your year of study, continue. I'm done. I was already done with it. 
I'm just saying by your year of study, you're basically already kind of an expert. Okay, fine. Drumroll, please. Tony, what's your answer? I'll accept I'm an expert. Oh, you want to go to the next one? We're going to the next one? All right. (laughs) Drumroll, please. My number one album of 2020. Let's get it going. Hold on. Wait for it. (laughs) Ah, yes. This is proving that I am getting older. Anyways, <clears throat> my number one album, my number one album of this year is Possessed by Paul James as we go wandering. Now, ever since I met Conrad Wirt, I knew he was a gentle, he was a kind, gentle soul who had a strong heart. And this man hasn't released an album since 2013. And he had to go through two vocal surgeries. And he also is modest as fuck. And every time I talk about Conrad Ward or, or Possessed by Paul James, I got to bring up the story about when I lived in Green Bay. And he had two he, he had two shows specifically uh, at the bar across the way from where I worked. I was working at a pizza place called Glass Nickel Pizza. If you're ever in Wisconsin, go to Glass Nickel Pizza. It's pretty good. There's also a bunch of other good pizza in Wisconsin, but I like Glass Nickel Pizza. Anyways, <clears throat> since I was there, uh, I noticed this guy come in. And he ordered a, like a little pizza for himself, and he looked like he looked like Conrad Word. He looked like the dude from Possessed by Paul James. And I was like, "This has got to be him. That's got to be him." So I decided to ta- to change our music over to uh, to Possessed by Paul James to see if I can get a reaction out of him. This motherfucker did not respond whatsoever. I saw him just like eating his food, not saying anything. So I went back to serving anything. I wasn't even bartending that day. Um, after he left, the bartender at the time came up to me, and he's like, "She's like." Hey, uh, that guy at the bar, he was like, hey, who put on this music? And then she said that it was me. And then he's just like, it. And then he, he said, like, that's, this is my music. This is what I, this is, this is fucking me. I'm playing across the street tonight. And then I like, he was gone. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God. So the second time around, the second time around, I remember uh, actually going up to him and being like, I'm not letting you fool me this time. I'm, I know it's you. I know it's you. <laughs> So he was up at the bar. He gave me a hug. We 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 shook hands, talked a little bit, and it was really cool. And I got went to see the show that night. Probably one of the best shows I've seen live. Um, I took a picture with him. Good guy. Good dude. Uh, he's got some big things going for him this year. Um, he is a teacher first and foremost. Uh, his second career is actually this uh, this um, musical act possessed by Paul James, and he actually got uh, the name Paul James from his grandfather. Uh, whose name I believe his uh, name is uh, Paul, and then his dad's middle name, which is James. Um, <clears throat> so you can tell this guy is really in depth to family, and I'll get into that in a second. But uh, he has a te- he's a teacher he's a teacher first and foremost. He just he released an a documentary called When It Breaks, and I still have yet to see it. And I really want to see it before the pandemic started. He really was showing. Uh, he was touring with this uh, with this uh, uh, um, documentary, and it was really it was really cool. I, I was really excited to see him going forward. We almost got him on the show. We almost got him on the show. Not quite there. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, maybe whenever he come, whenever we could tour again, whenever he could tour again, maybe we could try to get him back in here in Milwaukee. It'd be really cool. Um, but also this year, another big thing: he was running for office in Kerr County in Texas. He uh, officially put his bid in on Facebook of all places uh, to be a write-in candidate. He didn't, unfortunately he didn't win, but he, he did give the guy he was running against a big scare because like the guy started talking shit about him uh, <laughs> saying like, I, I can't believe I'm running against this vagabond. 
motherfucker that's blah 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 and i don't know why he would do things for kirk he you know unfortunately he lost but that's okay um the reason why this album is my number one it's just the definition of positive vibes it has that country twang mixed with a tiny bit of bluegrass that would make anyone want to stomp their foot this album represents what means the most to conrad word and that is family like i said his name is based off his grandfather and his father um, to represent this album, I picked I'm So Good at Absolutely Nothing since I really feel like it talks about not taking life so seriously, uh, especially if you're surrounded by the ones you love. And like family is, is, is a, def- like a definition that can be changed and, and it's very malleable. Uh, like I consider my boys here, Kevin and Tony, my family. Like if I ever have kids, they're definitely going to have an Uncle Kevin and an Uncle Tony. So Mm-hmm. it's gonna be and that's 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 what i mean that like that that whole thing and i feel like this whole album just gives off that fucking positive vibe that makes you feel good that's why it was my number one album listened to on spotify i apparently listened i was like the top zero point zero one percent of people that listened to this album and i just i love it so much i'm so glad it happened i'm so glad paul uh conrad word exists i just can't stop because he's so good he's so good Mm-hmm. Uh, Conrad, we gonna be bumping you. Gonna do it. We're gonna keep bumping you, and that means you gotta acknowledge us, bud. <laughs> I know. I know you've been uh, uh, ranting and raving here about the album for about the past five minutes here. Uh, what I think this is what you had pegged as your album of the year back when we did our mid-year review what about it hung with you through the entirety of the year that it it kept the top spot there because i know tony and i both switched up on our albums of the year after going uh through it and i know we've all retroactively have said that rtj4 was our collective album of the year but what what about this one here specifically uh stuck with you that I, I think I really think it's like the personal connection I had with with the way I was introduced to Possessed by Paul James and I think like unfortunately like I know this album came out in like uh, March I, I believe but I feel like that stuck with me like that personal connection that I had with his albums as soon as I discovered him as an artist uh, was so strong that like doesn't matter what came out this wasn't going to get topped. Like I, I, I tried my best, but then my bias just kept going over. And like, it was always him the whole time. It was always possessed by Paul James. Like that's the only reason, like I wish I could quit you anyways. uh, No, but like, I I think that was really it. Like, I think this is, this is kind of like, it's moving into extremely my shit. Like, I feel like uh, I might make you guys listen to this album this year. And uh, and we'll talk about it later on this year. So we'll see. Right on, man. All right, Tony, you got anything for this? Oh no! All right, let's keep it going. These are just for fun songs that I heard this year for the first time. Starting off, Moon Tooth, Odd All Angles. I love this song. I think it was great. I think it was my most listened to song on Spotify. Um, I always I hate doing this. 
but every time I hear some sort of song that sounds mathematical in some way, I always like say, protest the hero. That's who I think it sounds like. <laughs> and that's just some lame cop out that I have in my brain because I have to, I don't, I have to listen to more mathematical songs or, or things that remind me of mathematical songs. And, oh, see, and years and years angles, that's the hero minus, uh, minus the bear. There you go. See, that's it. Um, I think I think I feel like Protest the Hero has a little bit more energy than Minus the Bear, but close enough. Um, but but on all angles, I don't know what it is about the uh, blasting drum beats, the the vocals that are super strong, and when they break down part of the songs, like here it comes, check this out. Oh fucking! Mm-hmm. Of course it's not the chorus right now. Never mind. But. Uh, <laughs> Um, but like when you get to that, it's like they go fast, they go hard. Most of the most of the verses and bridges go fast and go hard. But when they get to that chorus, all of a sudden they break it down, and just the way they're able to do that just sounds so cool and so intense. I remember there was one time specific, well maybe more than one time specifically, but like I would go to the gym and I would have this song and I would repeat it over and over again while I was on my on my elliptical doing my thing because I'm just trying to make sure like I would have the energy to go forward so i'd have this song just going ah it's a fun song i love this song uh it reminds me a lot of those tracks that would be uh the extra ones and like guitar hero where it's like this is perfectly (laughs) difficult just to give your one guy who got really good (laughs) at the game uh something to try and use and impress people with but yeah it to what always this is a standout in an odd way from the songs that you picked and that it just didn't sound exactly like the rest of everything that you put on your playlist so it this one always caught me surprised when i was listening to uh the collection that you put together for us i i think like these songs are few and far between for me because like it takes a particular thing, and that's why. Okay, that's why. That's why I always say like anything that sounds like this sounds like Protest the Hero because I love Protest the Hero, and I really don't have like a a, a fucking uh, a grasp on like maybe what this whole genre of music is all about. So then I like relate it to the one thing that I know, and but like I guess this is just an expansion. So maybe like things now I might be like, oh, that sounds like Moontooth. I don't know, but but yes, I can see where it's kind of out of place as far as the rest of the songs. <sighs> yeah, good stuff there. Tony, you got anything for this one? Uh, no, I was just chilling. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one then. Let's do it. Let's All fucking. Right, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I do, to skip this shit. Let's go. Uh, smoking whiskey and drinking cigarette. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. Can somebody else recommend a skip? I got you. I got you. I got okay. you. <laughs> you got you. You got it. Come on, ship. It's almost the end of the song, anyway. So, you would think by now, as much of a Tom Waits fan that I am, that I would have listened to every Tom Waits song possible. Well, I discovered this song this year, and I did not expect it. It popped up on my Discover Weekly. All of a sudden, it's just like NASA, Spacious Thought. And then I like listened to it. I, I didn't know what the title was. I didn't hear anything, but I heard like some things in it. And then I got to the chorus. I'm like, this sounds like fucking Tom Waits. This, is, this can't be Tom Waits. 
And then I looked, I like, I was seriously at work. I looked at my Spotify and it said featuring Tom Waits. And I'm like, what the fuck? My mind was fucking blown. So of course, any song that's mentioning Tom Waits, I gotta have it my tw- my my 2020 song or my my fucking year end playlist because it's so good. Because Tom Waits is so good. Tom Waits, yeah, uh, really all I got. Uh, what is Tom Waits for? I, Shut up, Kevin. I <laughs> like this a lot. You taught me something new. This is something kind of old. This is two uh, so NASA's two uh, LA based DJs. That we're just like, let's make shit with all of our favorite artists, regardless of their fucking genre. <laughs> let's make a hip hop album with all of them. And then you get Tom Waits, who makes just this part at Al Chorus. I know, Kevin and I, I can't. I, while we're like... waiting for you, we played Area Codes. Of course, it's a ludicrous and Nate Dog track. And then Nate Dog does this thing where he just makes the chorus just he just elevates the whole song by just singing a chorus. And he did that for so many songs and Tom Waits does it here with this fucking song. It's so goddamn good. And Kooky's uh, Tom Waits is the fucking verses aren't half bad either. Like he's a lot of No, fun. not at all. But he, yeah. this verse goes so hard it just validates thing where the all the rappers can just make some fucking fucking fun rhymes because the hardness has been validated by the chorus. Mm. The chorus I, goes hard, so now it's my job to just rhyme. I I feel like also I, I wanted to speak on Tom Waits' verse as well, where like I think the best line is like I'm like the way he says it too, like <laughs> I may wander, but I but I'm never lost, and I'm like yeah, some shit. Yes! Ah. So, uh, let's look up. I'll look up real quick. Okay, sure. Um. Just, yeah, listen to this. Let's fucking vibe. Over but yeah, so our D, uh, our couple of, um, so. It is consisting of the LA producers Sam Spiegel and Zay Gonzalez. NASA stands for North America, South America. Oh, oh. did not know that. But yeah, so pair our pair of L, uh, LA based uh, DJs, but um, Zay is from uh, Brazil, while. Uh, Sam Spiegel's from New York, so that's also that New York South American connection. North America, South America. Um, but, but yeah, a couple of DJs just getting everybody they respect together and just making some fun shit. And like yeah. again, this chorus just goes so hard. It does. It goes <laughs> so fucking hard. Oh my god, it's so good. All right, let's get on to the next song here. Let's do it. Oh, Chip, I lied. Chip, Chip I lied. Going. Don't pause. Oh, Chip, yeah. keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, fucking buy we'll that outro shit. Here. We'll outro it? All right. I'm cool with that. Oh, that's good stuff right there. I, I still can't believe I missed a Tom Waits song. So you're. Uh, he's, he's also one of those guys trip. where he's just on so many different things. Like I can't imagine having listened to 
all of his stuff. Like, I feel like the like <laughs> there, there's got to be just a few random things where he just appears and is just yeah. Uh, yeah. You'd you'd have to be a psycho to have listened to <laughs> all of Cowboy. Speaking of which, I almost I almost was that psycho. I discovered this song, another fun song. I think I actually discovered this was on the same Discover Weekly as uh, Spacious Thought. Um, But Psycho by Eddie Nowak. Uh, I love the story. It's so much fun, but it's so chilling at the same time. This song is just about, like, if you listen to it, if you take the time to listen to it, uh, it's about this guy that has a uh, some sort of disorder that that he kills people <laughs> if you listen right here <laughs> listen to this part hold on listen to this part now wait for that chorus oh yeah here it comes don't you think i'm psycho mom yeah that's so good it's so smooth i didn't realize this but like the story the story felt so modern to me uh, that I thought it was written like maybe a couple years ago or something like that, just like as as for fun thing. Like I know that the track itself, the track itself sounds like it's from the like the sixties and fifties or whatever. But like I thought it was so modern to me because it didn't seem like something. It, it didn't seem like anyone would really be this edgy in like the sixties. But then like all of a sudden I'm like, wait, this was written in like 1961. Holy fucking shit! Eddie Noack, fucking fucking what's the galaxy brain shit on this song right here? God, I love it. It was like such, this, it's such this a story. It feels like a cross between uh, Lenny from Of Mice and Men uh, with his problem of accidentally killing puppies and bunnies and uh, <laughs> women and also then uh, from the titular title, uh, their psycho of uh, a Norman Bates type there from back in the mm. 60s. Uh, so yeah, th- this definitely fit the vibes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, let's keep let's keep it rolling. I'm taking way too long here. Uh, uh, oh, for sure. Oh, this this, this is definitely a, a character song. Yeah. Someone walks into a bar and is a little off kilter themselves. It just happens to be playing on the jukebox when uh, just happens. That's that. God, this. All right, definitely. I have another. I have another story. Uh, another story uh, song that we're gonna play next here. Let's do it. Come on, Chip. I got you. I got you. I got you. Somebody here else has to let All right. No, we need to so, get another good story song that I now, have here. Now, why do you hate dogs? In the last one, he killed a dog, and in this one, I'm not allowed to bring my bass out oh. to the party, so oh. why do you hate dogs? <laughs> I didn't even think about that, Kevin. Thank you for bringing it up. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Uh, the storytelling of the, both of these songs has been great. Uh, so, if you're not listening right now, which you should be, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't be listening, but the Weaker Thans has a song called Plea from a Cat Named Virtute? Vir- was it? Virtue. Virtue? Virtue? Okay, Virtue. Um, I was right. 
And I, I think it's absolutely cool to have that percep uh, per, uh, perception of, uh, or the, uh, I don't want to say like, because I can't think of the word. So like the POV of a cat right now uh, with an owner that is dealing with a lot of depression. Um, so I don't know. It's such a cool, it's such a cool story because this cat is trying to make his owner feel better. By saying like, hey man, you're not doing so well. You shouldn't be listening to these fucking songs that make you sad. Why don't you try to like open a fucking window or something like that? Like do something nice, get some sunshine. God damn. So and I just think it's really well done. Wave emo. Uh, the Weaker Than's like at just a great band. If you haven't listened to them, definitely worth checking them out. Uh, yeah, the song, the song rules. As as much as I was giving shit about hating the dogs earlier, <laughs> like, I, I, they're great. They're such a I'll be band. I'll be honest. When I heard this song too, like I initially thought of like Tony and Jess right away because you know they have three cats, <laughs> uh, and I was like, I was like, this. I feel like this song would be definitely up their alley, and yeah, that's some good stuff. Uh, uh, um, this is. Probably something that would have like a pretty good music video that would play on Fuse at like three in the morning when you wake up and realize you need to get to your bed. Specifically Fuse. <laughs> That's like not 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 even yeah. not even on like it's one MTV of those things or anything like that. This is this is specifically a Fuse. And every time you wake up and go like this band deserves better than the four four a.m. slot yeah, on yeah, Fuse. Absolutely. And it's true they won't get the better than the four o'clock a.m. But they 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 do. Mm-hmm. Deserve I'm going better. to be driving to the disco roundabout. Uh, two hours from now and picking up the CD of that's it right like this is hey we're aging ourselves <laughs> speaking of how old we are this would be a band that you would be buying on <laughs> CD a compact disc and oh, putting it no. into your stereo system ah <laughs> uh, bring it up bring it up speaking of I gotta I gotta keep moving I gotta keep moving I'm going way past my time here for sure like the Academy Awards would be like hey man you fucking been going way past. We're going to commercial right now. That's, that's for all of us. That's I, that's definitely this is definitely my fault right here. Also, it doesn't help that we're you know listening on a new format or we're trying to record on a new format. Anyways, let's get to this last song right here. Don't blame the format. Sir. I will. I'll blame the format until we're used <laughs> we to the format. Like this Either way. Anyways, here it is. My number one just for fun song of this year was brought to you by Professor Pinkerton from the Dead Man's Carnival. It is C.W. Stone King, The Zombie. I fucking love this song. I fucking love this album. When we recorded this show with him, I was like sad that we were recording the show because that means I could I had to listen to something else. I was so fucking pumped. Like he, like Professor Pinkerton, uh, if you're listening, if you are listening to this, like it's thank you just fucking thank you because like this was an amazing song it remind it was it 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 we did this back in january and it just Talk like gave forever me forever ago i know i know we did this back in january and it gave me the spooky vibes it gave me the spooky vibes it made me feel of like think of october october and halloween but then october. not i know but then but then but then uh, uh like the rest of the album itself was just fantastic it's, itself it was just it was so good 
everything about that album was good. Like this is the only like spooky-ish song uh, on this album, but like the rest of it, the way that Professor Pinkerton was able to record, uh, to talk about the recording of this album was fantastic. It was it was so good. He was very knowledgeable about it, and I love it. I, I it stuck with me. This was definitely one of my top artists of the of the year because of that. Um. Yeah, I remember checking it out. Really enjoying it, but also mm-hmm. knowing that just oh my god, this is Ben Crack. I'm listening to Ben Crack. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you found it. You found I Ben knew. Crack. It, it was a great week of an episode because I'm like, wow, I don't even need to engage with this this deep because I know that guy's gonna have me covered. <laughs> and did you? Uh, I was able to just chill. I sat there and chilled that whole episode. It was good. God. Uh, Love to chill. It was so good. It was so good. God. All right. Let's wrap this up. Kevin, you got anything to say about this before we wrap it up here? No, we can wrap it up. Okay. Let's wrap up this list here. Let's cut the music. Cut the... Like I'm a wrestler. Cut the music. Cut, cut, the, cut music. the music. I got things to say. Now, I know y'all... That y'all got some hyper-specifics. And I'm ready. To listen no, to. Oh, wait, are no, we talking about going, this we're first? Going to, we're going to Spruce Springsteen first. Okay, fine. That's going to be light enough that we can do this other stuff. Uh, but we, we, got, we still got to give the love to Spruce. We're going to play some music oh, okay, here. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll, play him. we'll play them in the background. Uh, and okay. if you feel like uh, chiming in and saying things. Uh, we can chime in and say things, but uh, I got some hyper-specific things if we want to do okay. cut here real quick and do the drop. Hyper-specific. Okay, we're back to hyper-specific. <laughs> here we so, go. I've got, I've got hyper-specific. Uh, a few for you. Uh, we're going to play the game percents. 100% oh, no. being exactly positive that's going to happen. 0% saying that there's no chance in hell, even if it does freeze oh, over. I feel like System of a Down is going to be part of this question here. System of a Down releases more music in God damn you! God damn you! Oh. What's the on it? Oh. I'm going to say 45%. 45%. Ooh. Oh, not quite, not quite yes, or no, not quite yes or no, but it's mostly leaning towards no. Oh, all right. Uh, That's it. That's what I'm getting. It's one. Concerts are happening as they normally would by July. <sighs> by July? In July. So I'm giving you an entire half a year. We're back to normal. I'm saying 25%. 25%. I think, Ooh. I think. I think September is going to be the time. I think I, Riot I Fest, think, we're going to be able to go to Riot Fest. Not have any, huh? I think I'd be a little bit higher on that. I think we're going to we're gonna move quickly through everything going back to normal, personally, but... I hope so. I hope uh, so. Set! Abandon your top five albums this year, puts out another one next year that makes it into your year-end list. Uh, ooh. Let me see. I have to look at this again here. Man, I don't think. I'm going to say 0%. I'm going to say it's going to be a whole new list. I'm going to say Ooh. it's a whole new list of things. And I think like every everybody that I named here, they've had a, a decent amount of time between albums 
before they put on a new album. And I think, like, you know, Ch- Childish Gambino, we didn't even think that was going to happen. Red City Radio, they just put one out. I think the last time they put one out was, like, 2017, 2018. So may- maybe Red City Radio. Spanish Love Songs. That's iffy. Oh, God. Idols. I feel like they're going to take a couple of years before they get these back on here. Possessed by Paul James, that's definitely not going to happen next year. But mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's I think it's a zero percent. I think I'm going to have a whole new list of bands next I year. Just, all all of all of my uh, guessing of who has what coming out next year has kind of been thrown out the window. Seeing as uh, <laughs> this this whole Corona thing has kind of put people into their they only really have one outlet here, and that's just getting into the studio and writing things. So. Mm-hmm. I, I have no anticipation of who is and isn't putting out music next year. Uh, and on to my final percent, but maybe okay. not my last uh, hyper-specific. We'll see how we're feeling after it. Uh, okay. And probably the most important one. The Packers win the Super Bowl. Oh! Ah! Zero to one hundred. How you feeling about their chances? Kevin, I can't do this. I'm gonna jinx them. <laughs> Kevin, I can't do this. I'm gonna jinx them. I'm gonna fucking jinx them. Oh my god, Kevin, I hate you so much. I know that I know I know they can. Oh fuck you, Kevin! I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm gonna say just Either because it's funny. It, it's funny 69. in a high. It's a, uh, I was gonna say 69. Yes, 69%. <laughs> because I was like, you know what? It's it's higher than a yes or no. But I don't want to be like a hundred percent. Fuck yeah, baby! It's <laughs> yeah, gonna be fucking it. Green Bay. I was gonna say you could be like me, who uh, about a year ago said that uh, we were gonna be three for three on uh, teams winning titles, and absolutely no. Oh. It's so. <laughs> we're uh, I like sixty-nine percent. Either it's another. I think it's either another championship game heartbreak, or they finally punch the ticket again. Oh my god. I, 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 think, I, think we, I think our offense is finally moving at a pace where our defense isn't going to hold us back. But yeah, I but guess Mike Pettin! Might just be me. The, the most important part is Aaron Rodgers is back and he knows our defense sucks. <laughs> I hate you, Kevin. I want you to know okay. that. Tony, do you have any uh, hyper specific before I get into a broader specific? Um, how big of a dick does your playlist have? Uh, I guess pretty big. Hyper specific, sir. You have not been hyper specific with me. Ten inches. All right. So even that is not even that specific. Wait, what? That's pretty specific. specific. (laughs) Ten inches. Uh, and girthy? I don't. No. It's <laughs> Kevin. Girthy. Kevin, it is not exactly ten inches, sir. Oh. 
My last uh, hyper-specific questions are kind of actually <laughs> open for the group here. Uh, okay. It's kind of our answer. review for... Sorry, hold on. What were we saying, Kevin? How do we think the show went this year? Uh, and it's Describe kind of a dick link. Describe a dick link. I think I think the show, you know, considering what we had to go through and how we're finishing it off this year with this fucking drunk ass, fucking everything. <laughs> I think it I think it went really well. We had to go through a lot of things. We had to talk about a lot of things. Uh, but I feel like we recovered nicely. Unfortunately, we couldn't have any uh, all the guests that we wanted to have on here. But like Kevin was still able to fill in, and thank you so much for doing that. You're probably a mainstay on the show now. Um, this is also this is also the last song from Spruce. But uh, I think the show went well considering everything that we had to you know deal with with Corona and everything that went on. So. I think we're Still looking, hasn't come looking up, up with a specific dick length and this uh, is nine, nine point nine point two five inches. That's a that's a. You mean nine and a quarter? Nine and a quarter. Nine and a quarter. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's enough. Let's get the hell out of here. All right, that was Spruce Springsteen, by the way. Listen to them; they're from Sheboygan. Love those guys. Uh, anyways, this is not exactly a year review. Thank you so much for listening to us this year. We'll be back next year, uh, of course, with something better. Hey, of course, it's me, your host, Benny K, and I gotta pee, Tony. <laughs> gotta pee, Tony. Oh my god, hold on, hold on. Oh. Damn it. Uh, God, Jesus. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, we're going to get out of here. Kevin, thank you so much for helping us. No problem. Yana signed the Supermax! Yana signed the Supermax. We're about to listen to some YMCA on the way out of here. All right, we'll see you later. Bye-bye.